Welcome to Monday of Holy Week. I was thinking after our Palm Sunday celebrations yesterday, uh, albeit more muted than we would normally have done, of the events of Palm Sunday. They're almost unimaginable for us just now. We can't go out in huge crowds. We, we can't gather with others who are not part of our immediate household. At least we should not be doing that. Uh, we would be making sure that we are, are very clean, washing our hands regularly. And to imagine people in a dusty environment, breaking branches off trees, putting clothes on the ground, having animals walk over them, people walk over them. It's hard to imagine. And yet we have to imagine that and we have to see it in our mind's eye because that was the event of, of Palm Sunday. Of course, later, uh, when Jesus did enter Jerusalem, he went to the temple, the, 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 the place that was a place of worship for all people. And there he found uh, buying and selling going on, money being changed for temple money. And he recognised that was the inappropriate use of this space that should have been for the worship of God. And he famously cleared the, ta the tables. He overturned the tables, cast people out of the temple uh, and uh, accused them of all manner of, of wrongdoing in that place of worship. And it got me thinking about how we use our buildings. Of course, we can't gather in our church buildings just now, uh, anywhere in, in Scotland, really. Uh, but where we do gather, how will we use our buildings? Will we use them for the glory of God? Will we use them to, to, to worship and to fellowship together? Uh, will we use them to be a, a place that we reach out from into our community here in Creef and into other parts of Scotland? Surely that is the appropriate use of our buildings. And I think uh, after this uh, forced absence from our buildings, we'll be thinking a bit more carefully of how we use our buildings, whether we need to use our buildings, what we've learned about being church from this time, because we're learning so much about uh, communicating with each other, communicating the love of God in words and in actions as we care for one another through this COVID-19 uh, time of virus affecting our, our country and indeed affecting the whole world. Well, today is Monday and we move on in our journey and the journey will take us uh, towards uh, the, the events of Monday Thursday when Jesus and his friends uh, shared bread and wine in that upper room in Jerusalem when Jesus began that meal by washing uh, the, the feet of his disciples. It will take us to the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus prayed and where the disciples fell asleep, where Jesus was arrested and, and carried off for, for a series of overnight trials which ultimately led to his death on the cross on Friday, the Friday we call Good Friday. Bad for Jesus, good for us. And of course then next Sunday uh, we will celebrate We'll not be up the knock, we'll not be gathering together, but we will celebrate the Resurrection Day and what Christ has won uh, for us. Uh, peace, restoration, uh, fellowship, openness to, to God our Heavenly Father. So Monday, what are we going to do? Well, I, I thought we'd uh, spend some time just hearing God's word, having a short reflection in the middle, something to think about uh, and then a time of prayer, just a, a short time of prayer. So stick with me, uh, journey with me, listen for God's word. If you have a Bible, 
uh, open it up at, at the readings that we're going to read throughout the week. If you have the little uh, daily devotion card that we printed and made available, you'll find at least the gospel reading on that along with a reflection. So I hope you'll enjoy uh, journeying with me and uh, uh, as we go through this holy week. Let's begin just with a, with a short prayer and then I'm going to read from the book of Isaiah chapter 42. Almighty God, you are strong and merciful. And by the suffering and the death of your Son, you free us from slavery to sin and death. Protect us in all our weaknesses. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, the first reading, if you have a Bible there, if you open to the book of the prophet Isaiah, I'm reading chapter 42, uh, the first nine verses. These readings today come from the common English Bible. But here is my servant, the one I uphold, my chosen who brings me delight. I've put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. He won't cry out or shout aloud or make his voice heard in public. He won't break a bruised reed. He won't extinguish a, a faint wick, but he will surely bring justice. He won't be extinguished or broken until he has established justice in the land. The coastlands await his teaching. God the Lord says, the one who created the heavens, the one who stretched them out, the one who spread out the earth and its offspring, the one who gave breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. God the Lord says, I the Lord have called you for a good reason. I will grasp your hand and guard you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations to open blind eyes, to lead the prisoners from prison and those who sit in darkness from the dungeon. I am the Lord. That is my name. I don't hand out my glory to others or my praise to idols. The things announced in the past, look, they've already happened. But I'm declaring new things. Before they even appear, I tell you about them. Now is the time, now is the acceptable time, now is the time of salvation. Let us prove ourselves in patience, in the power of the Lord, for now is the time, now is the acceptable time, now is the time of salvation. Let us live as God's servants watching in the word of truth, in the power of redeeming love. Now is the season of hope. Now is the time. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the time of salvation. So let's turn to the Gospel. The Gospel according to John. That's the fourth Gospel the fourth book of the New Testament. Now read from John chapter 12, the first 11 verses. Again, tonight from the Common English Bible. Six days before Passover, 
Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Lazarus and his sisters hosted a dinner for him. Martha served and Lazarus was among those who joined him at the table. And then Mary took out an extraordinary amount, almost three quarters of a pound, of a very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She anointed Jesus' feet with it and then wiped his feet dry with her hair. The whole house was filled with the aroma of the perfume. Judas Iscariot, one of Jesus' disciples, the one who was about to betray him, complained, this perfume was worth a a year's wages. Why wasn't it sold and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and would take what was in it. Then Jesus said, leave it alone. This perfume was used to be used in preparation for my burial. And this is how she's used it. You will always have the poor among you, but you won't always have me. Many Jews learned that Jesus was there. They came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. The chief priests decided they would kill Lazarus too. It was because of Lazarus that many of the Jews had deserted them and had come to believe in Jesus. I wonder, hearing or reading these scriptures from Isaiah and the Gospel of John, I wonder if you focused on a a particular word or image. You might like to look at them again. Isaiah 42, John 12. And if you have a word or image that comes into your mind, what is it? Think of what meaning it has for you on this Holy Week Monday. In our prayer, I'm going to use some of the words from the Lord's Prayer and offer them along with a few other words, as our prayer for Monday of Holy Week. So let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hear our prayers of thanksgiving and praise. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Hear our prayers for the peace of the world. Give us today our daily bread. Hear our prayers for the poor and for the needy. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Hear our prayers for reconciliation with family 
and friends and neighbors. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. Here are prayers for all those who suffer because of the spread of COVID-19 virus. And watch over all those who are caring for us at this time and providing emergency and necessary services. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. I wonder if you'd like to sing at home, wherever you are. I've chosen the song Amazing Grace. Sing with me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the hour i first believed through many dangers toils and snares I have already come. Tis grace has brought me safe this far, and grace will lead me home. The Lord has promised good to me, his word my hope secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. Yea, when this flesh and heart shall fail and mortal life shall cease, I shall possess within the veil a life of joy and peace. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first
begun. God bless you. See you tomorrow.